welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the podcast with Kathy. If you can, if you're on social media like Instagram and Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you're on Facebook, like my Facebook page, Strictly Anonymous Podcast. I think it's Facebook.com/slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Maybe I don't know. You can find it. it's easy. Uh, also, if you can go to YouTube and subscribe to my channel, that's always really great. I love YouTube as a platform for my show. That's where most people comment on the episodes. Uh, I love and I comment back to everybody who makes a comment. I try to at least. I, I miss some. It's the way they send emails. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I do miss some comments, but uh, I try to respond to every single one. I love having, like I said, conversations with people about my episodes after the fact. People chime in with their two cents. So go there. Subscribe to my show, share it with people, like my posts, and comment, and we'll we'll t- I'll talk back. Uh, if you want to be on the show, this is I say a call and advice show because I really love giving advice, but it's also just a place where people call in and talk about their neat their secret naughty lives while remaining anonymous. You could be on the show. Se- go to strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. I do want to say, I want to talk about my Patreon. I forgot to mention that on a couple episodes, past episodes. But um, also, I have a donate button on my my uh, website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. And a couple people have donated, and I totally didn't see it because I never checked that PayPal account, and I forgot about that donate button because I was... <laughs> on Patreon and I was focusing over there, but I really want to give a, a shout out to the people. First of all, Jamie and Jimmy and Louie, or no, not Jamie, sorry, Jimmy, Louie and Larry. They all donated recently and I really just want to say thank you so much. I don't talk about that uh, donate button on my website, but you guys found it, donated it to my show, which I really, really appreciate and want to give you guys a shout out. Thanks so much for listening to my show and being generous uh, and donating to it. Also, of course, a shout out to all the people who joined my Patreon. I love my patrons patrons on Patreon. If you want to join my Patreon page, uh, they I have three tiers. With the, the tiers, you get early access to these episodes. I air these episodes on Patreon on Fridays. Instead, you guys get it on Sunday. So if you want to get these episodes early, get extra episodes. If you're a pantyhose guy, go to my Patreon and sign up. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. I'm going to do, I used to do uh, phone consultations with people and people would call me on the down low on the side and I charged money for it. I'm going to set up that on Patreon as well. Okay. I'm going to have a tier for there and it won't be as expensive as before, but I'm trying to figure something out for that because people do want to talk to me uh, on the side without it airing. So I'm going to have a, I'm going to add something like that to my Patreon page. So if you want to join my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. If you want to just donate to the show, go to strictly anonymous podcast.com and there's a donate button today. I have on, I think that's all I need to say, right? Today I have on Mandy. Mandy 
is who is the guy from i get so fucking confused of all my guys names all my callers names because i'm just juggling ten thousand names at once mark so mark uh called in last week right he was the one who i called up for lying i hope you all listen to that intro people because i i skip intros on other people's podcasts so i think a lot of people skip intros on mine too right but i hope you guys listen to that one because i talked about how i accused him of lying and i was really fucking wrong because when i edited back i believed him and then his wife called in like when he what happened was funny because we had a whole thing about me accusing him of lying and then he was like my wife's gonna call it and I was like okay great but I swear I was like mark my words like so if somebody was like standing next to me I would have made a bet for like a thousand bucks like there's no chance in hell his wife is calling like this is just bullshit right and I was just calling his bluff I'm like yeah and then his wife does call in and she gives the same story in her words I'm still kind of like hmm she lying I don't know what the fuck was going on with me at the time because I taped them a while ago and then you know listening back when I edited his podcast and even hers now I'm like why the why was I thinking that they were lying and like I said on his intro I think it was because I had a string of people call in who were blatantly lying and making up the most ridiculous stories and I and I was you know super distrustful because of that because since then that hasn't happened and time has gone by and I'm back to my normal self and I'm not so distrustful and I like listen to these episodes and I'm like why did I do this to these poor people <laughs> but with her we talk about that at the end of the episode I eat crow with her and really apologize about uh you know, calling them out. And, and I talk about an, a quote I posted on my Instagram, which I think is really great. Uh, it's, you know, if you have the choice between being right and being nice, choose being nice. And I was like, yeah, I have a fucking problem with that. <laughs> right. Cause I always go for being right anyway. But so she calls in, we talk about that at the end. Um, but what sh- the whole podcast is about is we really get into an interesting part of it, right? Is that we really get into her affair with her best friend. And I'm going to put best friend in quotes with her best friend's husband, because when she started sleeping with him, the girl wasn't her best friend, right? He got married to her. She didn't know her that well. She's sleeping with this guy on the side. Her husband knows about it. He's into it because they both have a cuckold fantasy, right? She likes to be with other guys, have her husband watch. Um, and then as these, you know, this guy stayed married, she became really good friends with the girl. She didn't stop, right? But I mean, it didn't start out that it was her best friend. But she talks all about, she gets really into detail about her ongoing sexual affair with this guy. It's not an emotional affair. There was a moment where she felt like maybe she caught feelings, but really she just had a lot of sex with him. Not every day. It's not like a uh, all the time thing, but... Every now and then at the campsite, at weddings, the cops are involved. Like there's just a lot of details and stories uh, that go down. The, she talks about the threesome between him and her and her husband. And because they wanted to show him how she learned to squirt. You know, she had figured out squirting somewhere along the line. He talked about that. But like I said, she gets into much more detail. Uh, and it's her affair with that guy and all the sex she's had from her point of view. And then we talk a little bit about her and her husband's cuckold fantasies and like the role playing that they do together. So it's a super interesting story. And I'm just going to be right back on with Mandy. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? 
one? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, Mandy. Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you this morning? I'm good. Nervous, I think. Nervous? There's nothing to be nervous yeah. about. Most, pe- I mean, a lot of people say that they're nervous, right? First of all, this is yeah. pre-recorded, so it doesn't, you know, when listening now. So we could always edit right. things out. And the second thing is, is uh, that I would say five minutes into it, everyone's not nervous anymore because I'm really super easy to talk to. And you don't have to really do anything. I'm going to ask all the questions. You just got to answer and be honest. Um, okay. That sounds good. I mean, I'm really, I would never just like call in on my own. It's just that like Mark really wanted me to. So I'm just doing that for him. Yeah. Well, that's, that might be a problem. I don't know. I typically feel like sometimes when people are calling in, not because they wanted to, but because somebody else told them to, that they, it, it, it's harder for me to get information out of them. But yeah, since you're a female and my listeners love to hear from females, I'm uh-huh. gonna tr- I'm gonna I'm gonna still tape this and try to get the best information out of you. I you know okay. Um, yeah, I, I mean I, I'm not gonna like hold back from you or anything. It's just that it wouldn't. It's just like my private life isn't something that I just like volunteer volunteer to people unless I have like had a bunch of drinks in me and then uh, yeah. <laughs> sometimes I spill it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had um a couple on the other day and they both called in together and they were super fun and uh later after it was over they sent me an email and they're like oh i we think we drank a little too much before that episode i had no idea that they were a little buzzed right but probably Uh they did that because she felt the same way you did but we're talking very early in the morning so i'm assuming you didn't have time to have some cocktails Uh, i did not (laughs) so this is the deal i'm gonna air i already spoke with your husband when he first emailed me he said that you were probably on board to talk and i was like oh i think it's better when i do couples separately because when i do them together it's a lot of times the guy takes over and talks too much and then we never hear from the woman and we always want to hear the woman's side i want to we want to hear the woman's side of this story for two reasons one because i called your husband out on lying right and thought he was making shit up and two because which he was totally pissed about too yeah i know i know we had emails about it he sent me a whole long email um and uh and then two the reason is because like i said we always like to hear from women and there's like interesting parts to your story and things going on that I get why as a woman, maybe you're feel like odd to sort of put it all out there, but I promise you, I don't even know who you are. You know, right. nobody will know. I change your voice. You're changing your name. You won't be, you know, so it could be anyone telling the story, you know? Right. So, um, so I talked to Mark before I'm going to air his episode first. People will hear that, you know, he talked all about your guys' relationship you guys opening it up and, you know, testing out the waters and sleeping with other couples, right? You've had a couple experiences. Uh-huh. We'll talk about that. And then there was this whole other thing about you hooking up. Now, he said in his email it was like your best friend, but it didn't It didn't start out like it was your best friend and they got together, no. right? It was like right. you... It's you just really evolved friends with over. Her, right. You yes. became friends with her over time, but it turns out that you started to have an affair with this guy, right? Then he hooks up with your friend and now they're together, but you haven't been able to stop it, right? Every now and then you have sex and you guys feel bad. We're never going to do this again, but you fucking do it, right? 
Pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. close. Yeah, I think that happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, and I know that you said you, a part of maybe you coming on would be, you could talk about that and maybe get advice on it. I don't know. I mean, do you want to start mm-hmm. there with that story? Do you want to stick up for your husband and do a little like, you know? Well, I mean, we could talk about the married guy because, I mean, that's the biggest thing probably in my mind. Right. Um, often. So what happened was like maybe about a decade ago or so, I was like sitting at a campfire with this guy and we're like, so we live in different cities and we're like in a vacation area together. Yeah. And, you know, and he wasn't anyone that I was like instantly drawn to at all. Like I'd kind of seen him around. But, you know, we're like sitting at this fire and he starts telling me about his childhood. And I was like, I was drunk enough to just be like really open and honest. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm just so attracted to you right now. Right. But you were, were and you I with just, your like, husband at the time? Were you guys yeah, married he was or like, dating? Yeah. Yeah. We, we'd been married. Yeah. And, um, and so at this point, we had had sex with um, one couple. Right. Uh, a couple of times. So I think I was feeling like maybe a little daring or whatever, like a little more open. And he had a girlfriend, but he wasn't married at this time. And, and I just said it like, just to say it, like, I wasn't really looking for, I I didn't think I was really looking for anything to happen, but Mm -hmm. then he didn't, he didn't let it go. And then he just like kept talking to me and he's like, what do you, you know, like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, no, like, you know, you're with somebody like this isn't, you know, like this isn't right. But like, we just, so we ended up like just talking like all through the night that night. And then shortly after that, we kind of hooked up where like he threw me on the hood of a pickup truck in the middle of the night and went down on me and I gave him a blow job and then we went home and I was like, and and then I was hooked. I was just like, cause it was good. Like, but wait, where was your husband at this like little campfire thing? Um, he, like he was just around, you know? And so like when this first, he wasn't part of the conversation or anything. I do remember that I said to him, like, well, you know, Mark would probably want to watch. And he's like, yeah, I'm not into that. No, but I mean, um, like, you're all at a campfire, you said, right? I yeah, mean, was your hu- right. Were you there with your husband or was he yes. not there? He was there. Oh, okay. He was there. And then when yeah, you he snuck just off like with sitting. him, was it kind of like you guys were sneaking? Was his girlfriend there, too? Um, yeah. I'm, yeah, it was just like, you know, so late at night, you know, it's like, you just kind of no, wait I mean, till everybody he, goes Was to the bed. guy, oh my God, I don't want to call you out for lying to you, but was the guy, was the guy's girl, you know, the guy that you fooled around with, right? Yeah. Was yeah. his girlfriend there as well? Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 
420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah. We, he yeah. was there then, with his partner. You were there with your partner. How many other people were there at this? Like Probably a, probably a couple, you know, and then yeah. we're just kind of whispering to each other. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like you just. So it's how like does a, he sneak away, though? This is what I want to know, because I know that like for you with your relationship, because I already spoke with your husband and you yeah. just mentioned you guys had already been with other people. So it wasn't like you were doing anything that bad it wasn't like you were going to be cheating you could probably know that you could go back and tell your husband and he'd be into it but for him you know he's cheating on his girlfriend so how do you guys get the time and how does how is he able to sneak because away from a just, girl that he's with because because she just went to bed earlier so okay. it's like you know everybody's drinking like so much that they're not really paying attention uh-huh. and then you know he's you know walking home from the campfire and it might be like two o'clock in the morning where there's just like not that many people around. So like, so what do you mean it might be? Was it? (laughs) That's a weird, like, uh, that's, uh, well, because it happened like several times, you know, so it like, it's like, like all we would do would be to like wait until we were like the last people standing. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like people just, you know, they give up and they go pass out or go to bed and, you know, pretty soon it's just the two of us. Okay. So that's kind of how that happened. So the first time it happened, Mark had said to me, like, you know, I really think it would be good for you to have an experience with another guy because, like, he was the only guy I had ever been with. And so he kind of, like, encouraged me at first. And then, you know, and then once once that happened he's like you know you probably shouldn't be doing that because he's you know he's got a girlfriend and they're really serious and like the next year after that they were either i think they were either engaged or married um but did it happen after that first time more times after that did you go back and tell your husband right afterwards yes i did so so i think that the first time it happened, like when you like put me on the hood of the truck, that was like the first summer. And then I didn't see him again until the next year. And so over the course of that year, I started like, you know, I just was so interested in him that I kind of went through the girlfriend. Like I tried to be friendly with the girlfriend to try to see, like I became Facebook friends with her and just like trying to like, see pictures of him and like just got like kind of wormed my way in a little bit and but were you seeing her in person or just talking to her on facebook the girl mostly facebook because like we don't live near each other okay so like it just sort of like you know we just happened to be in the same place in the summer you know where we like vacation in the same place so then like the next summer i think was the summer that they got married and so I actually like got invited to her bachelorette party and and by this point Mark was like, you know, you really can't be screwing around with this guy. Like it's not right. Well you and only then, like, did it once at this point or did you do it more than once at this point? So at the point where he said you shouldn't be doing it, it yeah. was just that one time. Okay. 
Why? And, I mean, why did he bring that up a year later? If you hadn't seen was, him, like, because were you talking about it and you were planning on it? Yeah. Well, I think I guess you know I was still really interested in him, and like, and we were still like. But how did he know? Out. Were you talking? You were still hanging oh, out with yeah. who, the guy. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, we're like hanging t- out in the summer. Okay, but okay, but um, we're a whole year later, and you said you didn't see him that whole year, right? Right. So I didn't see him all through the year until the next summer. Right. So I'm just saying, how does that conversation come out around that he knows you're still pining for this guy because you're telling your husband, even though you haven't seen him, you haven't had any contact, you're just talking to the girl. Like, how is it that he thinks you're going to wind up with this guy again? Is it because you guys are going to meet up with him? Um, well, because so like when summer rolls around and we end up, you know, together again, he and I are like going skinny dipping and we're talking and like, and I tell, and I tell Mark everything, you know, I tell him all about my feelings. And so like, he knows like that I'm, I'm just like really crazy for this guy. And so that the following summer, it was you're like another... you went skinny dipping. You're skinny dipping with this guy in this the next summer. Yeah, yeah. with yeah. the girl so, like, friend she... there too. No, I don't think she was ever there. But other like other friends, you know, it would just be like late at night, like, hey, let's go, you know, let's go swimming, and we would go, you know, and so we would, like flirted with each other, and you know, nothing happened like in the water. We're just like, but super interested in each other. And then, so and did he that... try in that whole year after he went down on you, and you suppo- you told me that you told him, "Oh, we can't do this again." But he was really after you. I mean, how did he contact you in that whole year? No. So there was no contact from him. No contact at all. Okay. And then, um, so like the second summer, there was a time where like we were at a campfire with like two other friends of his. Like everybody else had gone to bed. We'd been swimming. We're like sitting out at this fire. And this was over like where I was staying. And Mark was like, you know, I'm going to bed. Are you going to come to bed with me? And I'm like, no, I'm just going to have one more beer. And I was like, nothing's going to happen because, you know, these other two people are here and everything. And like, and then they laughed and it was just me and the guy. And we ended up, you know, making Where out. Where was his girl? In bed. She went yeah, to she'd bed. Gone. Yeah, like, she'd gone. Yeah, she'd gone. If you're all camping, where are people sleeping? Um, they're in houses. It's like you know, vacation houses. Okay, so she goes back to the house and goes to sleep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we fooled around that night, and then. Where do you guys go to fool around that night? And what happened? Like right, like right out by the campfire, like where anybody like walking by could have seen us. Okay. And do you have sex, or does he just no. go down on you? He went down on me, and and I gave him a blowjob. Okay. And then. So then the the next time, so that same summer, I get invited. Wait, well, let me ask you this, okay? What? You go okay. back to your house that you're staying in or something, and you tell your yeah. husband what happened? Um, That time, I didn't tell him for a couple of days because I knew he wouldn't like well, it. Well, where was your husband while you're at the campfire, like, hanging he out was a, Yeah, he was in bed. Okay, so you come into the, the house. He doesn't wake up. He doesn't right. wonder where you are, even though he knows that you're into this guy and he's he's not yeah. concerned at all or thinking that anything went down. Right. Okay. 
And then, yeah, but I did tell him a couple of days later. I just was like, why didn't you, you tell know, him I, that night? I guess I guess I felt guilty, but then I just, you know, I just can't keep secrets from him. From him, like we're just really close. And then if I try to keep a secret, I just feel like it's this like weight that I'm carrying around, and I just had to unload it. Okay, so then you tell him, and how did he react? He, I mean, it's kind of interesting because, like, with him, he just—it's like he gets really turned on by it, but it's like it's like the feelings are complicated because he was like. You know, he didn't want me to do anything like dangerous that would like, you know, hurt the girl, his girlfriend. You know, he didn't he didn't like seeing me so like strung out on this guy either. Like he didn't think that was good for me. But then like the whole scenario, like really turned him on. Okay. so I would get this sort of like alternating like encouragement, but like don't do it. Okay. And then what happened? So then, so then I get invited to this party down where they live and, and I go and Mark is like, be careful. I'm like, he's not even going to be there. It's just a girl's night. You know, like it's going to be fine. What kind of part? Oh, is this the bachelorette party? Yeah. Okay. So I go to this party and, you know, it's one of those like, you know, just drink as much as you possibly can. Like I'd never like probably had that much to drink in my whole life. Right. And it's a bachelorette party. So like who expects to see any of the guys, right? Yeah. And who shows up? He does. He shows up at the end of the night because he was out with his friends and there was some kerfuffle of some kind. So like he, he and like one of his buddies came home. So then we're all like, you know, hanging out at the house and I was sleeping in their house. And like, I just remember like seeing his feet come down the stairs and we're like, wow, he's like really coming for me, like in his house mm-hmm. with his girlfriend, like asleep upstairs. Right. And, you know, and we kissed and I sucked him off and then we went to bed. And I just, I mean, I was, I was just like a drug addict over this guy. You know, I just was like, I couldn't say no. Mm-hmm. And so that. But how is it like the next morning? Is anyone else sleeping at that house or is it just you? Are you the only one that crashed there? No, there were like tons of people around. So where were you fooling around with him? In the living room? No, it was the basement. I was like sleeping in the basement. Okay. And nobody else like was in, in the basement ba- with you? There were like two other people in the basement this is why like but, everything uh, we did was down, always so i know foolish. but he goes down on you in front of these other people well okay so it's like so everybody it's very late at night and it's you know and it's dark and everybody's asleep and it's like a finished basement so there's like a few rooms in there and my friend that i was like i was sharing a futon with this girl and she was like dead asleep in this other room and then his buddy was like on a cot like like nearby and so are you in a room you're in a room with your friend or you're in the like right there so so the like the friend was like in this other room where i was and when he came down the stairs i came out to like you know like by where the stairs were and there's this and there was a cot where this other guy was 
And so, so my guy comes down the stairs and we start kissing and stuff. And then I hear this like throat clearing noise and it's his buddy who's just sort of like, <laughs> like he doesn't want to like scream at him. Like, dude, like yeah. you're really, really screwing up here. Yeah. He just like cleared his throat. So he was like, um, yeah, I'm like right here. And so he just took his buddy and he just like took him upstairs and like found another place for him to sleep. And then he came back. Okay. And so you guys are where the buddy was, but your friend is in the room where you were and you guys were right. around there and there's no sex, no penetration. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that we just kissed a little and then I sucked him off and then he took off. Okay. And, and how do you feel happened. like the next day when you see his girl, like right there and you guys were all hanging out in the house? Yeah, I felt, I felt weird about it. And, um, you know, but I think like whenever anything would happen between the two of us, I would just have this like little like high for a couple of days after, you know, mm -hmm. so I wasn't really paying too much attention to like feeling guilty or feeling um, remorse, you know, until later on. And mm -hmm. then and then I would kind of find a way to like compartmentalize it, like after she and I became closer friends. I would just like pretend that it never happened. Like that right. was just like a separate thing. And, and I think that like, because I did feel guilty, it's like, I just would like, I just tried really hard to just be like a really good friend to her. Like what, like the friend, cause she didn't have a lot of friends. And so like sometimes when she would be like, you know, put me off a little bit, I would just, like I wouldn't turn away from her like I would like a lot of other people, you right. know. You like I just was because you, yeah, you, you were guilty. Yeah, <laughs> she thought yeah. you were a good friend, but you were just kind of like trying to be a good friend and being over friendly because you didn't want her yeah. to know what you were actually doing. And that just like made it so much worse because like then I become like one of her like over the years I become one of her like most trusted friends. Right. And it's like, and then I'm like, really in a, like, in a really awkward situation, because it's like, like, I was telling one of my really good friends about this situation that I've, you know, put myself in. And she's like, you know, being nice and understanding to me. And I said, listen, if I was having sex with your husband, would you want me to be your friend? And she was like, no, absolutely not. Right. I'm like, yeah, like, like, it's just, it's like a dumb thing you know but it's like but well, what happens I, I didn't after like plan that time it out in the yeah in the um basement okay so that was like so that was one summer so this is like roughly 10 years ago mm -hmm. so they get married and i think okay they're married it's over like you know right. he's not gonna be doing any of this like now that he's married that was just like you know that was the last hurrah and um so nothing happened. Oh, I can't remember if it, it was either like the next summer or the summer after. And, um, and we were again, like at a campfire, like kind of, you know, just flirting a little bit. And like, everybody's gone to bed except for like his cousin and his cousin is just like can party. And it was just like, God, is this guy ever going to go to bed? It's just the three of us. Right. And, fi and finally, and your I'm husband just... always goes to bed early too. Yeah. At that, at that time he did. Yeah. Every so... time. This is the third time. <laughs> I well, mean, you I mean, think like... that after he knows that every time he goes to sleep at these campfires, you're hooking up with this guy. 
I mean, is right. that he'd be either on high alert or does he go back because he wants it to happen? Like, what does he feel think, about it at this point? I think, I think at this point, it was like a little confusing, you know. Okay, but he would still he leave did, you. He would still leave you behind at the campfire and go to right. Sleep. Okay, and also at this point, we had young kids, mm-hmm. so it was like one of us would be out, but not both of us. And it was like, well, you know, I'd been with the kids, you know, day after day after day. It was time for me to let my hair down. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so that's really why, like, it wasn't always, you know, why we weren't together. Yeah. So anyway, like, so finally, I'm just like, I'm giving up. I'm just, you know, like nothing's going to happen and I'm just going to go to bed. And I said, um, I'm going to go. And I remember like, and I actually remember like exactly what I was wearing. I had like a, like a t-shirt, like sundress on. And he reached over and he put his hand like under my thigh and like, leaned into me and he said not yet all right and i was just like i i was just like so power like when he like would do stuff like he had like good moves yeah. like that yeah, right, right, you know right, right, yeah. where i just was like okay you know oh, yeah. <laughs> and so um and i so the the um, i think it's like that thing that I think all women have it, right? It's like that caveman throw me over your shoulder and yes. take me kind of mentality that all women, when we come in contact with that guy who's so uber confident and makes the decisions yes. for us, it makes us, for some reason, we love that shit, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I ate way. it yeah. all up. Yeah. And I, you know, and I never had any experience like that before. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. yeah. Because you're just so, been with your husband. People will hear about yeah. your relationship with him. I mean, you guys been with each other since the dawn of time. So you weren't very experienced. Yeah, yeah. I was not at all experienced. And it was like, so I knew I shouldn't be doing this, but it was so irresistible. Yeah. And, and I can't remember like why exactly. Cause he said like, don't go yet, but I still walked away uh-huh. on my own. And then he got on, um, like a ATV and I could hear him like coming up behind me. And I just like jumped on the back of it and like bit his shoulder, like wrapped my arms and legs around. Like I was just like an animal. Right. And and then so like he drove just like down the road somewhere like semi secluded. And that was the night that we first had sex. And did he use a condom? No. Okay. Like I didn't, it didn't even like Come up. occur yeah, to me. No, I know like, that I happens just, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then, and, but what's kind of funny is like, so that was like the first time we had intercourse and like, and we, we had anal. Oh really? Did you ever have yeah. anal with your husband? Um, not like successfully. Cause he's like pretty big. Uh-huh. So it just was something that we were always kind of interested in, but like it only had worked out like a couple of times. It wasn't like anything that was a, regular thing that we did yeah and so like this guy was just like a way better fit so like we were um so he had me like on the seat of like the atv and um and he was fucking me and i had my legs up but it just like he just wasn't like working for me so i just turned around and he was like playing with my ass and he was like do you want it in there i was like yeah and so, so he actually came in my ass. Right. So that was not in your pussy. So you couldn't get pregnant. Yeah. But I, but I did like the next day I got a morning after pill. Just oh, you in did case. just in case. Okay. Just in case. Yeah. yeah. 
So, but so did you go the, back and tell your husband that time? I did. I did. Right I had away? To. Yeah, I told him the next day. Mm-hmm. And he was, yeah, he was, I'm, I mean, it's, we're talking about like, you know, almost 10 years ago or so. It's like hard to remember exactly like how all the conversations happen. But he, you know, I think he was really turned on by it, but he was like, you can't keep doing this, you know. Like, but does the just... guy know that your guy knows or, or does yeah. he like let the guy yeah. think that he's, yeah. on, so, he he's clueless? So the guy, yeah, the guy knows that I tell Mark everything and he's like, I wish you wouldn't. And when did you tell him that? Like, are you talking to him like after you guys have sex? Is this before? Is this like, you know, when does that uh, conversation happen with that guy? Uh, that I do not remember. Right. Okay. Um, but like, we don't have each other's phone numbers. We don't like text each other. We don't like, we don't talk unless we see each other. Right. Right. Um, so like a couple either, like, I think a couple years went by after that. So it's sort of like, you know, something big would happen and then we'd like really pull back from each other, like really try to be careful. And, um, and then like, I think maybe two summers after that was, was when like Mark and I got into squirting and we were talking all about it. And I was like, Hey, do you want to come see? Like we could just show you. And, and he was like really reluctant to like come with us. And we brought him into, um, we brought him into our house and like into our bedroom. Is this in the campground too? Are your kids there? Like, are you guys there solo? Like, where's this all going down? And where does this conversation happen if you're with a bunch of friends? Um, we like, we had been with a bunch of friends and then it was like, you know, everything kind of breaks up and he was walking towards his house. We were walking towards our house. And where was his wife at the time? In bed. Okay, but your husband's up. Okay. Yeah, so we're up and, you know, and our kids are asleep in the house and um, and we're, you know, like, so the married guy's walking one way, Mark and I are walking towards our house. And I said, and we'd been talking about squirting like a whole bunch that evening, like with the friends, you know, and they were like, oh, I don't think that's really real you know it's like it looks like pee it smells like pee yeah. so i think it's just pee you know and um so i said to mark i was like you know why don't we show him like wouldn't that be fun like and and he said he he said okay and i just took off like a bullet like i just ran after him and i was like hey hey why don't you come into our house and we can show you squirting and he was like a little reluctant, you know, but like, I think I was just so excited that, mm-hmm. you know, just like, you know, pulled him in. And um, so he came in with us and like into the bedroom and I whipped off my dress and, um, and like, and I was like, just, just ready. And so like, so after like the squirting show, I like leaned into him and I was like, will you give me what I want? And he's like, what is that? And I'm like, I just want to suck your dick. And, and I was like, that was my like compromise with myself because like, like really what I wanted was like a DP, but I was like, well, that's like too much to ask. So I'll just like ask him if I could suck his dick while I get fucked. And you know, that was like, you know, it made me happy. 
Right. And when, so but, your boy, your got your husband's there. He's there. You're with the two. He's of them. loving it. Yeah. And he's loving it. He like this is right up his alley. Right. But I knew that like you know the married guy is you know he's trying to be married and he's you know he's not trying to you know do this stuff and he's and he's told me that he's not interested in group stuff like at all. So. I didn't want to like pressure has, him into something. He told something you in that, the past that he wasn't into group stuff. Yeah, like even like the first night when I said, you know, Mark would probably want to watch. You know, yeah. he was like, yeah, I'm not into that. Like, yeah, because he does, like you said, like that caveman thing. You know, yeah. it's like that's just not how he operates. Uh-huh. Um, so that was a fun night, and then, um, you know, and then I, I think it was probably. Nothing happened again for like four years. Uh-huh. Um, and 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 I thought it was over. I think he thought everything was over and everything was really settled. And like and over this like and over those four years, we just like both couples got to be friends, you know, like we developed like a really nice friendship with, you know, the wife and um you know, and we'd done some things to like, we'd gone to like some shows together and gone to dinner together and like, and, and like, we didn't want to screw up that friendship either. Like, even when like Mark and I would talk about like wanting to do like group sex, it was like, well, definitely not with those two because um, for one thing, they're like clearly not into it. And, but second of all, like we were, had a really nice friendship with them that we didn't want to ruin you know and so so maybe like four years after the squirting show was when we're at a wedding together and we're like in the buffet line and I just like turned to him and like and it's because I was drinking vodka and like and I like I wasn't like a big drinker at the time and it was just like it was a wedding and it was boring. So I was just going to get drunk. So it's like already like, <clears throat> I'm already drunk before dinner and I, he's behind me in the buffet line. And he let me know that like, he thought I looked really good. Cause you know, he usually sees me like at a campfire. He doesn't usually see me like dressed up. And, and I turned to him and I was like, you know, I'm really just not over you. And he's like, yeah, me too. And then, so that kind of started like at the whole like reception us just sort of like whispering to each other and um and i said to him i was like i just i just want to kiss you like i just i just want you to know that i just love you and you mean so much to me and i just i wish i could just like kiss your face for like 10 seconds and so we decide that we're gonna like sneak off together which was a really stupid idea because of like how many people were around and like how (laughs) like we were really drawing attention to ourselves, but like too drunk to like be making good decisions. Mm -hmm. And so we like sneak out of this reception, like to where we think that it's like private, like outside. And, and of course it isn't just a kiss, you know? And so as I'm like sucking his dick, I feel like these lights on me. Where were you guys? Where'd you guys go? We're to... like out. We're just like outside this reception area, like out, like outdoors, like, but not far from like a parking area. And, 
And he was like, don't worry about it. And I'm like, in my drunk mind, I'm like, something's not right, but I don't really like not really making like good decisions. Well, wouldn't you know, up comes a police officer. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And he's like, yeah. And he's like, you two get inside before I have to bring you down to the station. Mm -hmm. And we and so you know we got what was like, he doing to you and how far into things were you guys when he caught you? um so like so i had bent down and i was sucking his dick and then with the lights and everything i was just like i'm not sure what's going on so i stood up mm-hmm. so he has like his pants are open and but we're just like standing up like facing each other okay and probably have our hands on each other mm-hmm. but like but he must have been you know going through the parking lot and when he did his headlights must have shined on us mm-hmm. so so he basically just tells us to get inside and um and so like as i'm going inside there's like all these people outside and i'm like what have i done you know like where did all these people come from i'm like why, why like why am i like doing this stupid thing like where there's all these people around and like it's just yeah i felt really stupid and so i he tried to like hold me back to like make up a story of like where we were and i just couldn't even look at him i just was like i i was just in like flight mode and so i just you know it was just like i gotta go find mark like i don't i don't know what i'm doing and so I went back into the reception. But I thought the police said, get in here, like get in our, my car. No, what he did... said, he no, no, he said, get inside. Oh, like leave, get, here, in, get out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, just get get inside before, you know, you end up yeah, in okay. a jail cell or yeah. something like that. And um, so, yeah, it just terrified me. Like I'm not the kind of person who has run-ins with police officers. Right. And um, so I just like ran in and like went into the reception and and his wife is like right there and she's like where were you you know because like she was like she was looking for me she was looking for him and like and we had sort of looked so suspicious i think all night the way he and i were like whispering to each other and then we disappeared and so um so i was just like i don't know i just like i was just like i don't know i just like turned around i was just like i don't know and then um and then i just um stay with mark and we like we danced a little bit more and then i was like i gotta go to bed and we went down to we went to our hotel room where i just threw up and was just you know miserable and like and and mark was like wow you know he's like what how was your night you know and i was like well i kissed him and he's like oh honey you know and he's and he was like he was so sweet to me about it. He's like, he told me that he felt so bad that like he wasn't paying attention to how much I was drinking because he was like, you know, every time he had a drink, he would get me a drink from the bar and they were really strong. And he's like, I really should have been looking out for you. And then, you know, at some point he just kind of left me on my own and was, you know, I don't know where he was or who he was talking to. And, and so he was, he kind of like felt responsible for me, which he wasn't responsible for my actions, but you know, he felt bad that he wasn't like taking care of me or looking out for me. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
but I, but that was all I said was that I kissed him. And that like, but then like in the morning, I told him the whole story about the police and everything. And, and he was just really like, he was just really kind about it. He just felt really bad for me, you know, cause, cause it bothered me mm-hmm. a lot. Like it wasn't like the other times where I was like really having fun. Like I really felt stupid. Okay. And so, like, so then by that time, like, I think it's like complete, like, it's completely done. Like, okay, like, we got like called out by the police, like, like, this is going nowhere good. And if we keep doing this stupid stuff, you know, his wife is going to find out and, you know, it's just not, you know, there's nowhere good that this can go and it just has to be over. And so nothing happens for like for two years and at this point i'm taking a break from drinking and i'm and i'm feeling so confident that i'm like i'm 100 percent sober like i can handle myself so i go to the vacation house with just one of my kids without mark and um you know and i meet this couple and they have another couple of friends with them and you know and they're all drinking but i'm not and and at the end of the night, he says, um, "You'll take a ride home." And I don't and I don't usually need a ride home, you know. I'm usually like a walker, and and I was like, "Okay, you know, it'll be nice to just talk to him, you know." And um, we started a conversation um, at the you know at the campfire earlier that I was like, yeah, we could finish our conversation, you know, talk to, you know, just talk a little bit, you know, cause we've developed this friendship over the years. And, um, so he takes me home and we're like sitting there and his, his wife is oh, asleep again. Yeah. <laughs> so he takes me home and then he kisses me and, and he's kissing me. I'm thinking to myself, like, this is just okay. Like, you know, I'm okay with it, you know, like I can kiss him goodnight and I can go in and I can tell Mark in the morning, like nothing happened. I kissed him goodnight, you know, everything's cool until he like puts his hand down my pants and it feels so good. Like, I don't know. I think he's like learned something over the years because it was like really, really nice. And it was actually the first time that, he'd ever given me an orgasm and and it was just like you know like that switch was turned on Mm -hmm. and and it was like I okay I gotta have you and so we had sex that night like outside leaned up against my car and then um you know and then when we were finished, I was just like, all right, I got to go in. Like, it's not, we can't continue this. Like, you're not coming inside with me. Like we're not doing anything else. Like I, I can't do, can't do anything else. And so that was the last time that was last, last year. That was the last time. So you never talked to him in between. His wife has never found out. Mark, did Mm -hmm. you tell your guy about that time? Well, you know, this was kind of weird because so the married guy says to me, you know, you're going to tell Mark, aren't you? And I said, yeah, I tell him everything. You know, we're married. We're like, we're really married. Like, I tell him everything. And he's like, well, I, I wish you wouldn't. And and it felt like 
like that night felt to me like so much more special than any other time because I think over the years we had developed this friendship and I really felt like I loved him and I felt like he loved me and like and and my response you know it wasn't just like drunk girl like being wild it was just like totally sober like high on sex like you know had a really nice orgasm like from his fingers and then like squirted and it just like I felt so close to him that I didn't want to tell Mark like like for the first time like it just like I wanted to keep it for myself like mm-hmm. it was my own little thing and did you and I did for like two weeks mm-hmm. and I but I was a wreck like I, I was really I was just like beside myself for those two weeks. I was like going to the gym and trying to like exercise out my feelings and like just really, I really had a hard time like keeping that from him. And then as time is like, as time went on and I kind of came down from those feelings, I was like, okay, like who am I loyal to? Am I loyal to this fucking guy? Right. That like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Who would like never in a million years even like call me to see if I was okay. You know what I mean? Like, or, or my husband who's like, you know, who's loved me for, you know, 30 years. Like, no, it's, I, like, I I kind of realized like how stupid that was to try to keep that from him. And so I told him and, you know, he was like, he like he he really gets off on these stories like he really thinks it's just super hot but at the same time he recognizes rationally that it's not a good decision right mm-hmm. and then the thing that and the thing that really upsets him the most is that like he wants to have sex with other people like he wants to have you know an open relationship and i'm the one who's saying no 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 but then i go and you know, keep doing this stuff. Right. But I know from, cause he emailed me a lot of details of what we were talking about on his episode. And I know that one of the last things he said is that you guys have recently got into like role playing with a cuckolding theme. So this whole scenario and all the stuff that you would do, right. I mean, wouldn't this yeah. all add to that role play? I mean, isn't yeah. that what it you guys totally role play? Like what other scenarios have you role played out? Um, so like we've done some fun things where like, like one night, um, I tied him to a chair and blindfolded him Mm -hmm. and then acted like I was having a man in my room and like masturbated and, you know, and he's just like listening to all of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and we, I mean, it comes up a lot, you know, where like, if I, like if I if I suck on Mark, I'll like pretend that I'm just getting nailed from behind right? while I'm doing that stuff like that. Like he just loves that. And I like it, too. You know, right. So I would think that this whole time where you've been doing these things that he would just be really into it. Right. Because this, is is, not yeah. a, this isn't role play. This is supposed to be this is happening in real life. Right. I mean, you guys like to role right. play cuckolding fantasies. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it really turns him on. Yeah. But, you know, it's like there's just like the ethical issues with it, um, you know, with him being married and like her not knowing. 
um, you know, that's hard to get past because it just, you know, it feels that's really hard for wrong. him to get past your, your, your husband. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, both of us agree that like, right. it's not a good situation, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then, um, you know, and he would just like to do something, you know, like if, if his wife was like, yeah, go ahead, you know, Mark would love that, you know, he would love to have another guy, you know, in the bedroom with us. Right. And, um, but not if it's, you know, at the expense of like potentially hurting somebody else. Right. So where do you stand with this other guy now? Um, so, so I actually called him, um, like I didn't even have his phone number for like many years. Like I think I've only had his, had his phone number for like maybe within the last year mm-hmm. I think I and so um but I called him a couple weeks after we had sex last year and I was just like you know I'm having a really hard time you know just dealing with my feelings and 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 he was I mean he's a very like kind easy to talk to person you know and he I mean he didn't say anything earth shattering but he was just like I said you know I really thought we were done with this and he's like yeah I did too I did too. And he's like, but you know, I'm sorry to say this, but you know, we'll be good for a while, but it'll happen again. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I don't know. I just, it's, it's weird because I, I really thought that like the more I just got to know him as a person, he would stop being like a fantasy guy you know I really thought that it had a lot to do with him just sort of he was playing a role in my life as you know like like I've I've thought about him and like sort of use those scenarios to like turn myself on so much more than just these like isolated incidents that would happen you know like right. I, mm-hmm. I you Cause know you guys are it's both. Like, I mean it's it's obvious that your your guys not just into the the cuckold fantasy you're obviously into it too yeah yeah so it's just yeah it's just been like really exciting and stuff and i don't know it's I just, I guess I just thought that it would like wane over time, but it, well, it feels more like another it's guy to do this whole thing with. Yeah. I mean, that would probably, I mean, that would be ideal for Mark. I don't, I guess for me, it's not something that I'm, I don't know how to like seek that out. Like if it happened like organically. Right. Cause this guy, you I actually would... wind up really kind of liking him and he's your friend and you know Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, and that's really important to me. You know, I'm not going to just like randomly like hook up with someone. Like I just, I don't think I would like that. Did the of anything? She was like, she would question things like, like, so like way back at the bachelorette party, she was like really grilling me the next day. Like, where were you? Where did you sleep? When did you go to bed? Right. And like, and that, you know, and that would happen a lot. Like where, like the next time I would talk to her, even if it was like the next week or a couple weeks later when I saw her, she'd be like, so when did you go to bed? Who was, you know, who was up at the fire? Like what, you know, what happened or whatever. And, 
And I was like, oh, my God. Like, because, you know, she probably had a feeling, you know, because, like, yeah, no, I'm not did, a no, subtle either person. She was into you know? it. I'm telling you this, okay? I'm a woman. If I thought some bitch was sleeping with my guy and I didn't like it and I had some sort of hint that it was going, I would never go to sleep and leave them at the fire pit, okay? So either right. she Me knew. Too. Yeah, Me so too. either. How do you know that he wasn't telling her and she was into it? I mean, she could that could have been going on the whole time, too. I don't know, but... It doesn't make sense that she had an inkling and then let you, you know, went to sleep all these times at the fire pit and let, you know, this shit go down. I mean, she would be on high yeah. alert and she would be up and she wouldn't be leaving you guys alone, I don't think. Well, you wouldn't think that. And I don't think as a wife, I would either. Um, but, you know, the only thing I can say is that I think he's really good with his stories, you know, it's like the whole thing about him having game. Like yeah. he's, I think he's really good at like, you know, pacifying her and making her feel like she can trust him. I think I seemed very trustworthy, you know, it's like, Oh, we've become such good friends. She would never do that to me. And, um, but do you, you know, know and the fact that she doesn't know. Yeah. She's not the kind of person that would probably ever, she would never talk to me again. If she knew. Right. It's not like she's in on it like your husband's in on it. No, right. no. She's not that kind of person. Uh -huh. um, but, you know, and the only thing I can say, if it sounds like it doesn't make sense, I, it's, I think it really has a lot to do with alcohol. Right. Because, you know, it's like once you have so much to drink, you're not really thinking, oh, I got to be on high alert here. You're just like, oh, I got to go lay down. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. So she's always and, wasted. Yeah. And, you know, and that was stuff that happened, you know, a long time ago. I mean, she, like, she's not really drinking that much right now. He's totally, he's not drinking anything right now. Right. And, you know, and, and Mark and I are really like, we're always together, you know, now that our kids are older, you know, I'm like, this is, you know, it's a much safer situation because mm -hmm. there's much less alcohol around, Mark and I are together. Like I, I don't even like envision the like these scenarios where he and I would end up alone together. You know, which is good. And and it's good because you feel bad because of the girl. I mean, that's the reason why it's yeah. good because you guys like the cuckolding thing. You want another guy around, right? You guys are both into that scenario, but it yeah. doesn't work with this guy because he's, right, you he has a he's married. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it's not fair to Mark either because, like, he doesn't want me to just, like, run off by myself. Like, he wants to do something with me. Right. And so, that guy's not into it. He just did it that one time. Right. Right. Which we loved, but I don't think he loved. You know what I mean? Like, I think he just got drawn into it. Right. He wasn't into it that much. So where so where do you stand now? You're hoping that you don't do anything? I mean, I don't have time to get into everything else. Mark basically explained the rest of your situation. You called yeah. up to talk about this aspect of it. Like I said, people will yeah. hear his uh, yeah. podcast. They'll hear me accusing him of lying. Then he was like, oh, I'm going to have my wife call up. I still, yeah. I still have a, some part of me that thinks... You could be making this all up too, and it's a part of your cuckold fantasy. And you could, because huh. I have had people in the past. I had this one woman that called up 
she would she was seeing guys from like websites and i don't know i was uh-huh. like something about this shit that doesn't make sense and i was like i think yeah. you know it's like a fantasy thing you know and i i right. see but that do some i people sound like i'm lying uh a little bit no i can't really? but nothing oh. no nothing <laughs> I, nothing to, I have to hear my I listen I told your husband because he's like what's with your fucking like when he emailed me when he was angry that I called him out yeah. you know on the thing yeah. and I do everything on, on the mic you know what I mean everything's yeah. taped nothing's on the down though I'm not hiding anything here and yeah you know yeah. I would called him out on him being full of shit on that podcast and he was yeah. like oh like what's with your why are you doing that so much lately and it's like I listen I have always done that at any time that I feel like something doesn't sound right. And, you know, huh. but I am always open to being wrong. My, yeah. I am not always right, for sure. Do you know what I mean? I have a suspicious yeah. mind to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. It, and yeah. that's just me. Generally, it's not from, from my show. You know, I'm always sort of looking at things uh, and with a question mark. I never just believe anything blindly, right? Um, yeah. but I believe most people that call into my show, I don't, I, I'm not, there have been people that have called in, like, I know for sure they're fucking full of shit, but the good yeah. ones and the people that are good at lying, I will maybe uh-huh. feel like maybe they are, but I don't really know for sure. I don't know. This one, yeah. I'm curious of what people think, right? Uh-huh. Well, you know, both. he's not, yeah, he's not, he's not even a good liar. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, like he just, right. yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's interesting because, you know, it's like, I've heard your podcast where people say this crazy stuff and you're just like, oh, okay. All right. No, you know? no, and that's like, not true. Well, they, but those have been, but I, it's not about the stuff. It's never, I don't call bullshit because the story sounds weird or anything. It's never, that's uh-huh. never why it's bullshit. Uh, you know, it, it's never about. It just something doesn't add up to you. It's just about the way someone talks. Sometimes they're using weird tenses, uh, the way they're talking. It's the words that they use. It, you know, it's that kind yeah. of thing. Listen to your husband's uh, episode when it airs. Yeah. And you tell oh, me I what you think. Will. Because you know yeah. him. And I said, like, sometimes it could be that someone's just like a b- bad storyteller, right? Then he's like, I yeah. have my wife. And I'm like, let's see if she actually calls in. You did call in. And then your story starts uh-huh. I'm like, uh, I don't know, because there is that sentence in his uh-huh. email, like we have a cuckold fantasy. So this is the deal. Like, I, you know, I let you do your thing. You told this story. You know, yeah. I don't I don't call bullshit on this. I, there's a little uh-huh. part of me that thinks it could be. I can't wait to hear. I'm just bringing this up at the end because we started with that and people are going to hear this whole thing in his episode. Uh, right. And these okay. are connected. You know what I mean? You're yeah. Mark's wife. People will hear that. I, you know, called him out on it then he sent me an email like being like fuck off like I wasn't lying like it kind of made me angry and I was like listen I love to be proved wrong I really do I'm not the type of person that's like oh I'm right no matter what and if you show me proof that I'm I'm still gonna stick to my story not at all you know what I mean yeah well I think you just to really hurt his ego because he's he's a very honest person yeah 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 and I think he had like expectations of like what it would be like to talk to you because he is really a big fan of your podcast yeah oh no and he thought you know he just really thought it would be like a really good experience yeah and then when he called you and like you 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 know called bullshit on it it was just like he was i think it really i think it really hurt him honestly i think it just really hurt feel very bad because that's i really do and i tried to get that like point across to him in my email and he'll be listening to this but I really do appreciate everybody who takes their time to call into my show I always feel connected to people regardless whether they're lying whether the story's crazy anything like I really do 
feel for the people and create a connection with the people that call in, you know, especially whether they're listeners or they just call in if they're both even more so. So I do appreciate and I do find these kind of situations interesting. This is interesting to put it out there. Yeah. Right? I have a little bit I call bullshit, but I'm open to me being completely wrong. And what's going to happen yeah. that's going to be really interesting is a lot of people are going to chime in, you know, and uh, and tell me I'm fucking wrong. And I think that that's totally cool. But what's you know, what's hard is that like, you know, like for him to like share some of his like, you know, his like his gay stuff, which like I didn't even know about. Yeah. You know, like it's like I've known him for 30 years and like he just told me like two weeks ago about some of that stuff. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, here's this person who's like really sharing these really intimate details. Yeah. And then it feels like you just, you know, slapped him in the face. Well, I don't, I, I you know don't I mean? think I was saying that everything was fake. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't, it's yeah. not that scenario that he's made up this whole fucking life story. No way. But I get that. And you're, you're actually making me feel really bad. I really need to apologize to him because <laughs> it is, it is fucked up, right? When you put it that way, right? Like someone called yeah. in, they're, they're really a fan of your show. They were expecting this really great experience. And then you yeah. like, give them a not great experience. So yeah, that's, yeah. Fu- that's fucked up on my part. And I hate to do that. It's like inviting a guest over to your house and then treating them like shit. You know what I mean? Because I do see right. that like when yeah. I, somebody gets on the phone with them, they are like a guest on my show, no different than if I invited them over and then now I'm accusing them of lying. So yeah, you're, yeah, <laughs> that's right. And like, regard, but I am also though the type of person that can't, if I just, if I feel that way, I have to kind of put it out there, but maybe I shouldn't have. Right. You know, I, re- I remember reading this one thing recently where it said like, you know, maybe it's better to be nice than right. Like if you have the choice mm. between being right or nice, why don't you choose nice? And I'm the type of person, yeah. the fucked up person that always has to prove I'm right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And instead right. of like just being nice. And in that situation, like you said, with your husband, I chose to sort of stand up for, oh, I got to be right over, I got to be cool with this person because they called, you know, and that's wrong for me. And, you know, and for that, I really should apologize. I have to work on that part. Like I said, (laughs) the reason why that stood out when I saw that saying was because I have that fucking problem. I'm more about, I got to prove I'm right. And whatever I have to do to do that. And even if it's hurt someone's feelings or whatever, I stand by that. And that's, that is a wrong thing. And that's a, a bad part of my personality. (laughs) Yeah. So, and like, you know, and I have nothing to gain by like making up this story to tell you, right. You know? it would, uh, the only thing and I would think I would is that it was a cuckolding, like I just thought it would be like a cuckolding <clears throat> fantasy. And I do believe some people over the years, I've been doing my show for six years and most, I would say most people call up and tell the truth. There's been a couple complete lies. And then sometimes I think maybe it could be like a fantasy that someone had and they use it. And yeah. I totally understand <clears throat> that, but I don't believe that in this situation, there's just a small part of me that thinks that could be true. Like I said, I, yeah. I, I feel bad that, uh, your husband felt that way. I'm wrong for doing well, that. Well, listen, if I was going to make up a story for my own enjoyment, like it would have taken me to, 10 years to have an orgasm with this guy. Uh, right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it would have just been a lot, like a lot more 
Hot. You know, it would have worked out a lot. Like, yeah, like the story would have been better. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, but there was a, yeah. was a good story. Thank you so much for calling in. I, I, I feel terrible about myself, but I do like being <laughs> called out on my shit, right? I always say this, like, as long as we're alive, we could grow and change. That's what it's fucking right. about. I still have right. to work on myself. I still cut people off a lot. I, I wasn't nice to your husband. I proved that I'm right over being nice. All these things I know I have to deal with. But thank you so much for All calling right. in. Please tell your husband. He'll listen to this and hear me. I really need to apologize to Mark. But I can't wait for my listeners to chime in. And where you go to see that is a lot of people, you know, chime in on YouTube, right? And okay. I, because women episodes are so much, are so popular, people will uh-huh. be fucking chiming in. They're going to probably wait until hear yours because I'm going to air his first, probably next week. Okay. And then after that, yours. And then we'll start the conversation going. And like I said, I don't, right. I don't mind being wrong. I actually like it. It knocks me off my fucking throat. You know what I mean? This is like, okay. yeah, no, you don't know fucking everything. And that's always good for a know-it-all. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, okay. So thank you for calling in. All right, sure. Thank you for explaining that stuff. Besides telling your story for letting, you know, for giving it to me straight about how your husband felt. That was okay. helpful. <clears throat> All right. Thanks. All right. Thanks. What do you, what do we call you, Mandy? Mandy. All right. Thank you, Mandy. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.